Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 33rd episode of the HSBG podcast. I'm your co host, Educate Collins. I'm here with my constant co host, Shady Bunny. Shady Bunny, how are you doing? Doing very well, Collins. Very excited for this one. I'm glad you are excited for this one. I am also excited, doubly excited, because we have special guest XD here with us today. And I got it before we start, I got to say, like big props to you. I just normally with our guests, I give them, you know, a couple of days, maybe a week ahead of schedule to, you know, get ready for this. But here it's like, <clears throat> can you come? <laughs> and you were like, yeah, let's do it. So that's that's pretty that's pretty impressive. Big props on you for uh, joining us today. But uh, glad to have you here as well. Going to be really fun with a lot of the tournament discussion we're going to have today. Yeah. Hello. Hello, everyone. And uh, thanks for inviting me. And even if it's spontaneous, it's still uh, nice to be here. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I definitely wanted to grab you. I've been wanting to get you for a while. Now I have like a perfect reason. Like, oh, he won the tournament. He's so good. <laughs> so very, very easy to, to grab you at this point. Well, easy in terms of like asking, but you know, it's, some people don't want to be on on podcasts and stuff like that. But generally, you know, it's 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 really nice. So. Uh, we usually get started with the Battlegrounds Weekly overview, just kind of how we feel about this week, this meta. Usually it's like a lot more impactful when uh, there's been like patch changes and things like that. But generally, like a lot of the week has been like preparing for the tournament, just like practicing for that. But generally, how, how is, how's your week been? You can go first, Steve. You're asking me? Yeah, yeah. How how the week's been? So just in like, I mean, the week has been amazing. Like, <laughs> first, in getting invited to the tribals is already like super accomplishment, I think, as a streamer. And then winning it is just amazing. So even everything bad that happens cannot be as bad as <laughs> as good winning this was. You know, <laughs> it it all gets washed away after you get that victory, huh? Exactly. That yeah. that year supply of Doritos really washing away some of the pain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. I still don't really know how the Doritos is gonna um, arrive at my home or how that works, but I'm gonna be excited to eat them all. I, I think they're just gonna ship you like 365 bags of Dorito at some point, and you're just gonna be like, wow, oh. I forgot about this. <laughs> <laughs> but yes. That's uh, that's what I've heard, and you're just gonna have like a ton of Doritos in every, in every meal or something. I don't know what you're gonna do with them, but yeah. nice. It's gonna be healthy, a healthy. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but yeah, that's uh, that's very true, right? Like winning a tournament's always like a great feeling. So, uh, mine, you know. Somewhat close, <laughs> not the same, but generally, I I was pretty happy with uh my performance and our team's performance generally so uh it's pretty pretty good so second right second is still like the second best yeah but <laughs> you know good. no one cares about second place i gotta tell you as an uh, as a aficionado at getting second place in tournaments i gotta tell you no one really cares <laughs> got so many seconds in these tournaments so yeah it's, it is what it is but i i like it generally i, I had a good time it was a very fun tournament what about you should you yeah, same here. It's a great experience. Like my week was basically just playing on an A, just being like, "All right, I have to be a little bit careful with Gallywix and Hogger, but I think I've got it." 
because that that's definitely a little bit of a hiccup if you're not used to playing on did you did you end up playing gallywix or hogger at all Gallywix, yeah, but I never really took off. Like we could talk about it later, right? But yeah, yeah, we'll probably talk about it. A little tough, right? But um, I think the most no, I actually played really high tempo comps. Like I ended up just killing people the whole time because the other stuff didn't feel worth it. Yeah, I, we. I almost got a hogger comp online right when I threw it, and then we had that elemental APM game as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you had good heroes though. Yes, I, I had uh, I had I had the the APM in my games, but yeah, generally that's what that's what it is. But um, we can honestly just get right to the tournament yeah, discussion. Good. Yeah, I mean, there's no there's no point in. I was deciding which one I want to do first, but the tournament discussions what matters here, I think. Uh, but we can, I just have like a couple just questions, right? Starting with our experience of the tournament, right? Um, it's a little bit different for. I guess each of everyone, right? Like I, I play in a reasonable amount of tournaments. Just generally, just I don't know why. Just because I like tournaments, so I always try to go and you know, some sometimes get invited. And sometimes there's like small tournaments, so I have a lot of experience with it. So I was excited to play, excited to practice, and it was fun. And um, always team events, I think, are always interesting. And in just like not everything's up to you right like you you don't really fully control everything but you can control the mood you can control the mindset you can control people's like focus on what what you learn throughout the game what do you think the meta is going to be right so there's a lot of like little things you can do but overall you're not you're like a small part of like the scores so i always think it's interesting just to have like good dynamics and stuff like that so it was nice just like having shady on a team like ah, so easy to just like have good dynamic there so i had a good time good experience and it's always fun to play tournaments especially this one was particularly like stacked i think in general so that was pretty cool for sure um you want to give your you know experience 60 just stuff you uh you really liked or disliked etc yeah, I mean, all in all, I think it was a very good tournament. I, I really like the duos at the end. I know that you and um, Collins, you and uh, Shady practiced for like so long. Yeah. And it really paid off for you guys because, I mean, second place is, it, it, I know you said it, it's not first, but it's still very good, I think. It, it's, and I, I do want to, it's kind of samey, but it's not because. Yeah. When we do it, we do it on one account, right? Like, it's very, like, we put both of our thoughts, both of our efforts into this one account. Where this one was, like, we're kind of both playing. So we can't really um, put our total effort into both games, right? And, and, I, and I think I saw that happen a lot where, like, some one of ours had a rough game. And it was usually shady, <laughs> And then, yeah. like... <laughs> after it rough after it became rough then it's like okay now we can actually focus <laughs> and then do the best yeah. we can but like that initial like couple of turns or where you're trying to figure out what to do it wasn't as um uh commutative or uh you there was yeah. it was more like when when we had easy turns and like, I remember you playing Jandus, for instance, and I just had Eudora. I was like, all right, level dig, level dig, level dig. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, not much to do. And we're like, all right, let's get the chat and do this and do that. And yeah. So, yeah. But, yeah, very different than what we usually do. Uh, but still. Well, what if you faced each other? Did that turn out good? Like, did you? It did. Did you, it did, actually. We had, okay. we had a couple of really, really good games where we faced each other. We had one only one time we had a bad one where I think Collins took nine or something. That's the, yeah. that's the worst that I ever got. But we had one turn where we both 
uh, tier to five and tier yeah. sixes. And tier sixes, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. That's so good. Uh, like we we tied, so we didn't take any damage, and we both took sixes. Yeah, <laughs> it was so that strong. Was really yeah. good. It was so good. If you get it at the spike turn, it's just so strong. If you can just yeah. face your your teammate and not take damage, and just, like Jeev yeah. is so so strong at at um, knowing how strong the boards are and just getting ties or like minimum damage. And yeah, I, I was doing with Jeev, and he was basically telling me what to do every time. <laughs> Be like sell your Eliza. Be like, Whoa, I don't yeah. know about that, Jeep. <laughs> that, there was a turn where Lee was playing Nomi Elementals and he just sold three elementals of his board and like had four units on the board just to not kill um H bomb in the in the finals in the in the duo. I think I saw that. Up, yeah. That's, I mean that's definitely like teamwork and, and being able to identify board states is like a untested skill in battlegrounds i think just like as you're playing like you don't ever really have to practice that or, or use that really it's only in these type of tournaments where you're really like oh wow how how do i orchestrate a tie here with our board state and the cards that i have in my hand like that that's really not something you practice when and and there are some people that just like understand that fundamentally especially like um if you're look if, like if you're not like if you're not relying on uh the what's it called the boss buddy to kind of show you the percentages right after you're just looking at the boards for a while you kind of be like oh yeah this looks like a 50 percent. this looks like a tie da, 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 da. right and it's not something you really have to practice so just being able to do that's pretty cool uh, especially when you are playing in these tournament settings where it does kind of matter sometimes yeah for sure well uh, I want to talk about, you know, how, how much did you guys enjoy? Did you guys somewhat enjoy? Did, was there anything that got on your nerves? Some of your teammates, I would love to hear that, by the way. You know, just, oh, I didn't like this guy. Any, anything like that, just your general sentiment of the tournament overall. It's kind of easy here because, you know, you got first place and second placers. So it's like, yeah, I loved it. <laughs> yeah, great event, honestly. It's really <laughs> event ever. Yeah. event should exactly be like that. Uh, Very I, I would... fair point structure. <laughs> you know, like really brings the best to the top here. Yeah. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. I, I actually think it was it was fine. Like there was only like one thing that they told us one hour before. They they told us um, screen sharing is not allowed. Right. And right. we were like, wait, what? The screen sharing is not allowed in the duos. How does that make sense? But um, then they changed that. So it, it was fine. It, yeah. yeah, yeah. I do like how quickly there were able to change stuff and accommodate the players, right? Especially with us. Um, they had a system where in the settings, the first and the second in the um, in the lobbies would team for the, the final rounds. And that was pretty... Uh-oh, uh my thing died. It's like uh, I should be back generally so yeah so do you want to do you want to just cut and paste post-production or do you want to start over no, no yeah i'll cut and paste no 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 i'm not not redoing right. this sure. <laughs> what the, sure. the hell are you talking about <laughs> some kind of amateur here. Come on, no i'm just gonna redo this no 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 all right just just go back to the exact sentence you were saying as we crashed so that we can have a clean transition no, no, no. So we have some technical issues, but uh, should be fine now. Shouldn't be have any more. If I do, well, then that's that's not on me. I mean, it wasn't on me the first time, but yeah. Uh, so you guys were talking about whatever. Just catch me up. You know, what, what, what were we? What were we on? What were we doing? What were we talking about? 
Uh, oh, I think we, we were just ranting about Pyro Spawn. <laughs> yeah, just bonding over our hate for the card. It's the extends that to like all the Pew Pew cards, but I don't know. I'm, I'm pretty big on Juggler and Frank, so that's that's maybe. Oh, really? where we gotta, Honestly, I I, 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 I understand the Frank hate though. Like it, legitimately, if I didn't abuse Frank as much as I do. I would definitely be on the I hate Frank camp because it's so unfair. It, yeah, it's it's so unfair and how strong you can like just like fix your tempo, level to six, do whatever you want. You have one Frank on your board. Yeah, I'm I'm fine. I don't need to care about my board state anymore. I have a Frank and acolyte. Really, that's really the uh, like the key because he also always snipes your your, your best minions, yeah, healing units yeah, and yeah, yeah. resets, yeah. and it just oh, you hate it in the back. Just zap the. I, yeah. Like it really dunks on uh, the the demon one, right? The doomsayer, because it's a two six. Two six, right? yeah. Like, Zap, <laughs> dead. That's so nice. And then it, it affects you for the rest of the game because you didn't get value that fight, and you you took damage, and oh, yeah, okay. it's... too much rent. I I agree, <laughs> honestly. We'll get I... it in there at some point because we're going to be talking about Frank. We are going to talk about. Oh yeah, we are talking about Frank, aren't we? Yeah, that's very true. So uh, you have more time to rant, actually. <laughs> actually in this schedule nice. yeah. uh but um what do you think about the format like going back to the uh the tournament what do you think about the format like the peak rating for the lobbies right like the like we didn't really do that officially i feel especially since a lot of people wanted to be together to um have teammates in the other round so that was that was i thought that one was a little bit weird but like the settings of yeah. having teams, captains, you know, champion redemption bracket. What's your thoughts about the, the format overall? I mean, the peak MMR thing with the lobbies you're gonna play. It it removed a bit the tactics you're gonna you can do. Like right. for example, if you have a player like Lee who is very strong, there was maybe a thought of putting him in lobby four so that he can just like win all the games, even though that's not really true because all the players were strong. But that, um, that kind of did happen. Like legitimately, <laughs> yeah. I mean... <laughs> Why was Victor in lobby for? <laughs> like you gotta yeah. ask. Gotta ask yourself. Like that kind of did happen. Just hey guys, new player. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, if you could play it around a little bit, maybe put Lee in there with him, and then they he can steal some points from him. I, uh, I, I mean, to be fair, Artie was also our 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 team for. <laughs> I felt that was cheating yeah. as well. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think that that just does happen due to the calibers of some of the teams. Like, like the captain format kind of created some like very like stacked teams, you know, where it's just like, yeah, this is a this is a nightmare to fight against, you know. And some other people are like, ah, oh, I just play with whoever I want or something. So it did. Um, I don't think you can really change that, right? That's just part of the game, part of the format, right? Just having strong players in the team makes a ton of sense, right? If you want to win the tournament. So, yeah, you know, it's just kind of funny when you're like, well, Lee, you know, Victor's our worst player. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so uh, that's pretty interesting. What about the... Um, yeah. Did you like uh, the... I mean, uh, I don't know what... Well, did you like the champion and redemption bracket? Like that... that uh, strategy so everyone's always playing 10 games there was no like drop off in terms of like i mean i, I played in champion bracket so for me it didn't matter but right. i don't know like playing five more games in the redemption bracket i think that would have been a bit much and a bit demotivating to play too uh, you already lost and then you have to play five more games which is gonna take i don't know two to three hours or something so the whole tournament took like 
six or five yeah, six hours yeah it, it went pretty smooth actually for 10 yeah days. it did it did it really did go smooth i think a, a lot of the formats like we're not changing the lobbies right like if you have to change the lobbies every time yeah that that yeah. probably adds another like two hours just like switching 10 lobbies that would that would probably yeah. add such also a with all the like the friendless bug and stuff yeah. people have to restart the game and yeah, yeah it would take a long time that was pretty cool. Um, I I actually like the design of the uh, redemption. redemption back in the I I just like playing, right? Okay. So, but you didn't play it. <laughs> what if you played that, that it? Is, that you is true. Like but, a... I, but I have played before, and I've had that like, mm, shit, man. I got fifth or you know sixth or whatnot, and you're just like, okay, it's over. I guess I'm done. And I think especially because there was a change in format where you got to do the duo thing, I would have been especially disappointed if we didn't get to experience that. So I think for that reason, it's cool. I do understand that some people, the last thing they want to do after they, you know, quote unquote lost, because let's be honest, this is the stack. This is by far the most stacked tournament I've seen. Yeah. It was insane. Everybody was super good. I mean, you can get a top, you can get last and you don't feel, you should not feel ashamed about that whatsoever. Insanely stacked tournament. But yeah, I understand that some people when, you know, they've lost they just like, all right, fuck off. I want to go home. Or <laughs> I just want to go offline. Just let me be. I don't want to have to play anymore. But but uh, I think there's still a decent amount of people that would just like to, you know, like the like the bracket says, redeem themselves and just say, okay, let's, you know, we had a bad start. Let's play and, you know, let's try to get some better heroes. Let's try to get some better luck. Let's try to, to play better. So I think that one is probably the most... Uh, up to the individual yeah I, I, i'm with like, xd on this where i'm like now nah, i lost i'm i'm done give me out of here I, yeah I, I, I would be more like the the person who's gonna be like nah yeah. i cannot get first i don't want to play anymore <laughs> i threw okay. the games you know i'm just like not feeling it like the you know i could see the mental spiral of me not playing well making me play worse you know and just like not be able to recover fortunately like it's a team game she was here she was like oh it's fine you know get over i'm like okay yeah you're right let me just focus on the just next feel like game. the other teams feel the same way Call yeah. come on yeah. now we stop them right? but I, like if this wasn't like a team format now just by myself and I, I was like bottom you know bottom four or something i would be like ah oh, man what am i doing you know like, I, you, you would have um i think in in bigger events you would be able to drop out right but of course when it's an invitational event that would be very bad for him right bad yeah, you'd yeah. say no of course you no, no I, no yeah, matter I, how bad it's going yeah yeah i'd always play it out you know as a courtesy but <laughs> i would be in pain <laughs> that's all that's all i'm saying you know it's, i i mean i i it's just kind of i guess our personalities and no, no, I, I think that's very fair. And I, I do think that if we were to put it up to a vote, probably the majority vote would be, you know, if I lose, I'd rather not play more. So I think that's that's a very fair attitude to take. Yeah, I mean, it, it probably depends on the day too, right? Like another day I'd be like, yeah, sure, you know. And But I, I just know like generally I, I could probably, I could see myself not wanting to push through it you know it also depends where you're from like for you players it was 2 a.m that's true that's another good point i don't really have to play at 2 a.m here yeah that's true that's a good point as well yeah yeah the the timing is is always rough like especially when you have people from all around the world right like 
you're never gonna have a competition where everyone's like, ah, oh, yeah, this is my, <laughs> this is my time to play. So yeah, so mm. yeah, so that that's very true, right? If if it goes too long, right, then it it also gets rough. But if you're like top four, you're like, okay, I, I'll grind it through it, right? But if you're like, I want to sleep instead, then. That, that oh, also yeah, yeah. for sure. I think I drank a coffee at 1 a.m. I was like, okay, this is my life now. Coffee at 1 a.m. I have to wake up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, uh, I did the same thing. I was like, all right, looks like I'm drinking another coffee. Where you just say, you know, future Shady is going to regret this, but present Shady is <laughs> going to enjoy the caffeine. I, I don't really drink coffee, so I never really that situation. I did, um, I did have a casting rule where I, I had to wake up at 11. A, uh, like 11 p.m. to, to cast and I, I I had to like drink coffee for that because I was like down and it was like a seven hour cast you know that's like my sleep <laughs> at the time so yeah uh, it would have been uh, it would have been a bit rough um, what do you what do you guys yeah, think rough. about the um, the competition in this particular tournament right I think we've kind of alluded to it right but I think this was like one of the strongest like group of players that I've seen in, uh, like in an invitation or or a tournament I, I i i do think uh one reason is just due to the captain system where everyone's like inviting their like the players they know are strong you know their friends you know that stuff and and since um you know it's it's the you invite inv you invite eight players initially but then they invite the other players you get a bigger group of strength right you get like more dynamic team compositions like me and shady are in the same team right that's you know if you're just inviting random people, that's not necessarily going to be the case, right? And you have like you have like super stacked teams where it's like, I oh, hear this guy's top one, top one, top one in all, all the regions. Like you know, it's like that's gonna be that's gonna be very hard. But I, I did think this tournament in particular was like one of the hardest, um, or like where I felt like I could feel the skill of the players in every match and no every position I felt was like earned. Like oh, you got. You got fourth, you earned that fourth. You got fifth, you earned that fourth. Where some, there have been some tournaments where I just like, I play and I like, I coast into like a third place. Like, and I'm like, did I even do anything here? And it was just like, ah, people died. Someone died to the, the winner, you know, and, and I just happened to survive. I, in this one, I, I really felt like, oh, did you actually get top two? You really earned that. You really fought that. You, you had a good board. And everyone, like, all the boards felt like they made sense to me um, when I was just watching. Like, I felt like, yeah, this makes sense. He's doing this. He's doing this. This makes sense. This power level makes sense. So, so I, I really felt like it was very, very cool because it's a stark difference from ladder uh, generally. Just looking at the plays and the boards and like how people were managing their situations compared to just playing on ladder. I mean, co compared to ladder, like the tournament matter is completely different. You You don't it's so hard to find a window to to greet like a triple or something or just to, <laughs> to try and build a, a new comp you just you just take 15 because yeah. damage cap and the yeah. next turn you just die and, die. and yeah. even if you get strong everyone knows how to get strong so you have to get super strong to just <laughs> um have greeted before and lost life because of that yeah 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 you get punished super hard like there's there's yeah. no there's no window of like, oh yeah, there, you might fight a dead guy. Ran someone conceded this game, so here's a dead guy for for free. There's none of that. It's like, did you did you power spike at the wrong time? Fifteen. Did you power spike too early? Fifteen. Too late? Fifteen. 
was like, okay, okay. Damn, there's no window here. You, you just have to, you have to do it perfectly or you're going to take everything. So I thought that was really cool as a, just to play out and see like, damn, this is different. Like I, I really have to well, make sure. I don't know, was it you that had like turn nine hook tusk, uh, gold drain reborn and stuff like that? That that killed me from fifty. Yes, that was me. I'm <laughs> sorry. I, I, I was playing Gallywix and I spiked so hard. I had like 30, 30 pirates on my board. I was like, okay, I'm winning this lobby. And then I saw your board a hundred percent leaf. I was like, what? <laughs> How is this impossible? I'm sorry about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, I I uh, hook I wanted to talk about that because yeah. uh, a lot of people did a lot of strong things with Hooktusk, right? Um, a lot of people with Hooktusk did win. A lot of people did also get 8th, right? Because, you know, maybe they go for, like, the big play and then if they fail, they get the wrong 6-drop or 5-drop, they die. But a lot of people did win with Hooktusk, and I was fortunately one of them that also got a good Hooktusk game. And, uh, yeah, did spike pretty hard that game, and uh, I didn't even get to... Yeah finish my comp before the game was over like i thought that was like normally i would be able to get my comp online right but as soon as like i got like the pieces that mattered then like everyone else was dying really quickly like the game ended super fast because people just died so so would you prefer to play against the strong players the whole time like if you could make a choice do you prefer would you prefer ladder opponents or would you prefer having this no window uh or or very very small window no freebies in tournaments kind of give me ladder and and in so ladder give me the you it, that's the thing you don't get the you don't in like tournaments give me ladder opponents in ladder give me tournament opponents so i could actually yeah. practice well and then in ladder it's so and in tournaments it's so easy <laughs> you know like, i would take that for sure <laughs> Yeah. On ladder, you just you just uh, learn to greed so much, so much, go yeah. For the good yeah, yeah, and stuff, and you cannot do that in tournaments. You just you just, you have to go for tempo and greed at the same time, which is like very hard to do. And Lee is just so good at it. He he always knows to how to be strong for the fight and to greed for the future. Shady is also and really good at that too. Actually, like any. Didn't really get to show it here, but anytime I, you know we play together, I can really say that is definitely a skill set of his to understand how to greed while not being greedy. Says this to me too much, <laughs> you know, and really capitalize on that window that you have. So I definitely do think a lot of there are a lot of good players that can really take advantage of that and make it work in tournaments as well. But yeah, for for tournaments, you for sure want uh, yeah. want to play weak up there right? if you want to win. <laughs> I do. I do admit fun. If you want to have fun, though, it's uh, it's so much fun to play these lobbies. Yeah, like, they they yeah. almost never happen, and yeah. Yeah, I, I do it. Like this this turn was really fun. Like just generally, just to play, it was really fun. Just to be like, damn, I got punished. <laughs> like that doesn't happen. <laughs> You know, like uh, I would like if you look at the price pool, the payouts for one or fourth didn't didn't really matter. Much, right? Yeah, it, it was more. It was actually more for the fun and and for the Doritos at the end. So, <laughs> yeah, nice, nice little bonus. <laughs> as soon as we got top four, I was like, "Hey guys, we've already won." Like the pricing doesn't yeah. really matter at that point. <laughs> like exactly, just, the prizes. Yeah, was almost the same there. I do agree. It it was just a fun tournament and uh, really cool. But yeah, to, sure. to to answer Shady's question, playing against those stack lobbies was really fun, like just enjoyable. So if, if we could do that more, if we could like create a a 
a tournament structure that invites like these type of players in a more like common format like where it happens like maybe like weekly or bi-weekly or something like that would be really cool just to have that like oh yeah next week i get to practice with your player you know this is this i have to look into setting that up myself because you know i don't know where where else that's gonna happen but but yeah it was really it was really cool um any thoughts about changes or adjustments for like next time need any like little things you would change or adjust uh, just I think all in all, it was pretty good. Maybe ten games was a bit too much. Like a lot of people said it was fine though playing ten games, but uh, maybe it was because it was so late for me too. But I think eight games should be fine too. I do remember, like by game nine, I was like, ah, oh, I have two more. <laughs> I was thinking oh. that. <laughs> so but you were playing for the win, so it was still exciting. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was good. Yeah, yeah. It, it was great, but I was like, damn, I'm getting tired. Like, oh, my brain is. <laughs> Imagine you were playing for sixth or seventh place instead. Of, I, that would be. I, I that can't. Would be bad. I can't imagine the people that were streaming like five, ten hours before the tournament. Yeah, I'm just like, how can you do that? Like, how can you be in the right like mental state? Because I know I would not, would not even know how to think about my plays at that point. So yeah, it's 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 really impressive, right? Uh, those those people that grinded through RDU for especially he was like. 10, 15, or 11 hours before, yeah, yeah just streaming, and I'm like, damn, dude. I think JJ did that too. I think yeah, he did like yeah. a 20 hour stream for that yeah. or something. Yeah, he which, did. Yeah. And for sure. Oh. Any, any thoughts about the changes or anything you'd adjust, JD? I, um, I like the format a lot. Yeah, I liked it a lot, actually. Also, the point system was a bit awkward at the first when That's you saw true. it because, yeah. like, minus 50 points for eight or something. Yeah. But it's the same as in ladder. You don't want to get eight plays. You want to avoid that at any cost. So doing that in the tournament, too, makes sense. It but just then, it, um, it felt really bad, though. Like, uh, yeah, just, just, just don't obey it. <laughs> don't do it. Le legitimately, it's like, due to the point system, like, second place was, like, Oh, I, I didn't lose MMR. <laughs> that was that second place. <laughs> you know, like you know, actually, like oh, well, that was a bad day for me. <laughs> it felt, it felt, and especially some of the like the individual players. Right, like I imagine that it's got to feel super rough if you've lost like a hundred and something. You know, like someone has zero points and someone has like negative two hundred. Like, uh, you know. That's it's, yeah. it just feels bad and people would meme about it, right? Like maybe I would change that, maybe make it less depressing to look at if you're losing horribly, right? Like I've never, I've, I've done tournaments itself, right? I've had eight be zero points, right? I've never had it be negative points, right? You just end the, you end your tournament with like negative 50 points. It's like, uh, right? <laughs> you know, that's gotta feel really bad, right? Fortunately, we didn't, that didn't happen to us, but I just imagine if I played it, I would feel really bad about that. Yeah, I think this is one to like reflect the MMR system with with that with the minus points. Right. Yeah, that's definitely how it like, it went. Yeah. yeah, because you started at one k, you you didn't go into minus. But <laughs> I, I mean, if you like nine hundred is minus, right? Cause yeah, you, yeah, it's uh, technically minus, but you still have nine hundred points. It's like nice. <laughs> I guess I guess that's what we're looking up front. At. Like, okay, if someone were to get eight, 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 so how, how many points do we need at the start to make sure no one loses everything? 
Imagine starting if 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 we started a hundred, there would be people in the negative. It's just like oh, <laughs> just down. That's gonna yeah, hurt. It, it's it's a tournament. It's a competitive environment. Right. Sure. I mean, the points. It might look bad when you um, you are losing points for your team rather than not gaining a lot of points. But in the end, you're gonna feel the same way I feel, right? Like if you're in a team sure. game, yeah, that's and true. You're bringing hopes that's and true. hates. That's true. You're not gonna be like, well, <laughs> seven points. It's not too bad, right, team? Like, you're not feel that way. <laughs> that's true. I guess that's that's just how it goes in these type of tournaments. Um, I'm. I mean, I'm pretty sure we're all pretty interested in doing more events of these natures, right? It's always fun, always a good time, and uh, it always kind of showcases like. Um, like the skill expression also the meta like the tournament meta really like um i've seen some tournaments where like the meta is like all elementals all beasts all dragons right or stuff like that and really like did, did you guys have a feeling of what the meta was for this particular tournament like oh this this is what everyone's running here or stuff like that any any thoughts on that I think it depended on the lobby too. I think That's the lobby true. That I played was a lot of tempo. A lot of people went for tempo and everything. And then I heard Lee. He said that everyone in his lobby was greeting very hard and trying to get for go for good comms and going for the top one. And in my lobby, it was just like Meccano tank, try to not die, and then at the end, some weird comp won. I was in your lobby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know like the players definitely did affect the the meta of the lobbies especially the the initial ones i definitely like watching some of the other lobby brackets i was like damn you know i would have never been able to do what they did here you know just because it was like different players different meta different speeds and stuff like that i definitely think our lobby was pretty tempo heavy a lot of beasts and stuff like that i saw just like being able to take it because oh you get an early mama bear the mama bear spike is huge and then you just win so yeah um, that was a lot of mama bear comps yeah in yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that's, that's me <laughs> <laughs> i was in the lobby you know but uh yeah. i i did i did notice that i also saw a lot of like elementals i think uh in in a lot of uh people's game just like finding a way to make that that scaling work right maybe not in our lobbies right i think it was maybe a little too slow in our lobbies but in some of the other lobbies i saw a lot of people just like kind of forcing elementals and like making it work and then do it all no i mean elementals are just very versatile in this meta and also very strong because yeah. they have like infinite scaling you can never stop scaling it's not like mama bear stop scaling at some point yeah 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 that's true that, that's why it's very popular because you see the potential and you can get it quickly if you get the right pieces and or you have the right hero so yeah what about you should yeah. any any thoughts on that for me it was pretty much just elementals and tempo uh I, I don't know if just beasts weren't in a lot of the time that that obviously is also in a fairly small sample size you may just have the tribe yeah. that would be popular bands but i felt like i was just running i was just running jugglers a lot of the time either meccano tank or the demon version and then the uh the winners were almost always just giant giant molten rocks with either early dazzling or just nomi or even uh major domo master so it, it felt like that was the structure of my lobbies we had these big ass elemental players and then the rest just trying to kill each other surviving it's always pretty cool um anything else uh, about the tournament that you want to talk about anything interesting uh, you guys i think if i could have done something different it was 
play on NA more before I played the tournament uh, because I know it was laggy, but I didn't um, realize how I didn't laggy think about was, the lag yeah. that Discord causes too if you're gonna stream the games. Like I, I had a Golden Hogar game and it was NA. Then I had to stream the game on Discord because of my partner, and I didn't think of it. Like I could have just closed the stream, but I didn't think of it, and it was very, very, very laggy. And you couldn't reconnect either, which right. I normally do when I go right. infinite. So right. I just died. I didn't. I just didn't have time. <laughs> I also had a harder game, but I didn't die because of the lag. I just died because I misplayed it. Well, I, actually, I mean, the opponent probably kills me at the same time. But I felt like if I if I played it perfectly, I wouldn't have died when when I died, and maybe that would have been enough of a of a window to to get over that hump. So. I, I definitely feel you like that. I, I learned um, there are some things I'm getting away with, you know, generally, just because the players are easier, you know, and uh, you might want to clean that up, I guess, for more tournaments. Also, just learn how um, important like a turn can be or the right decision, like the right like time to level, the right time to pick up an, uh, a tempo unit compared to like a, a scaly unit. There was a lot of like, Oh, you know, if I pick this one item here instead of, or if I skip this item or I pick this one item, the the whole game would be different, right? In these type of lobbies where normally, like it could, be, like in in ladder, I could be like, ah, I don't need either, and it's fine. Like <laughs> you know, you just make it work the turn the turn afterwards. But here, you really don't have that window, so there's a lot of like just playing against like stronger opponents, just like, oh yeah, this is this is cool to see where. In these situations, it does matter where normally it doesn't. So that's, that's I thought it was cool. Anything else, guys? Well, I'd say the um, the stuff that transfers the ladder. I don't think that you necessarily do better on ladder by being greedier. I think that you have flaws that get exposed in the tournament lobbies but i don't think it's like oh i'm now going to play ladder modes which is i'm going to be intentionally yeah. greedier i i think that the so th i guess we should I define like what being greedy means and i think that pushing levels right it can be considered as greedy but i think that's correct it's the way how you push levels it's the turns where you're going to push the level and hold the cart where you just say no that's just unreasonable but you get away with it. But I don't feel like it's the right play because I feel, I already feel like I'm playing better on ladder after playing in the tournament lobbies where you just knew that you didn't want to pull that shit. You'd be like, okay, no, no, no. Like if I'm leveling, I'm also doing everything in my power to be strong so that I'm mitigating damage or, or still winning the round. And you, I feel like you also have these moments where you realize leveling here is suicide and where once again, you could maybe get away with it on ladder but you probably still don't get away with it a fair amount of times. So it is most likely still something that is causing quite a bit of negative MMR, but just because you remember getting away with it enough, you're like, eh, you know, I could level here. So I'd say for me, that's probably the main takeaway from the tournament where I can use it in my, my daily grind. It's the, if it feels like you probably shouldn't do it, you probably shouldn't do it. <laughs> Yeah, probably the most difference was if you have a bad turn on ladder, you can sometimes come back. You, you get like <laughs> a, weak, a weak guy, you fight the ghost after that, and then you can 
you, you are like one turn behind, but you're still sh as strong as your opponents. But in, in the tournament, that didn't work. If you if you played a bad hero, you had one bad turn. You, uh, you just yeah. had to go full tempo and try to not hit eight plays somehow. It's true. The bad heroes you, just you, like got exposed, I think. Like if you had a bad hero, like <laughs> sometimes yeah. there's like, nothing. Example, I played the Zophon ladder and he felt kind of okay with all the avenge mechanics and stuff like that. You can triple into Buster. But in the tournament, I just lost every fight. I just it's it's like playing without hero power and just you just die. <laughs> Nazath, that's the one. Uh, that's the one. The tutu. The yeah, it's the, the fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's not Cthulhu. I was thinking Cthulhu. Yeah, yeah. Okay, that's fair. I'm sure, Cthulhu would have the same experience though. So. Yeah. It's very true. Like the bad, the good heroes did really well, right? Like the players here were really good at capitalizing on good heroes, right? Like the Millhouse players, right? Uh, yeah, the you know, the Hooktoes players. Some of them, you know got unlucky but like i saw like the, like the good heroes were really just dominant i i think in, in this tournament if you had a good hero good good uh minion types and you get the right uh like pieces you just win right like i just saw like oh yeah this guy like i could see some of the uh the winners like turn four turn five like oh yeah this like someone like this one player got galakron twice in a row and hero powered a fell bat like turn four, turn five, twice. Oh, that was good, damn it! I, yeah, I, yeah, I remember that. yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I was just like, well, he won, <laughs> and he did. Yeah. Like, uh, it was just like, how, how, like, oh my god, he, like, you could, you could tell, like, that early on, like, oh yeah, you know, like he with a trickster on his two tricksters on, well, I guess he won, like, and he's like, there's nothing we could do. Like, you fought him the next time, and he has huge demons, like, full setup, like everything works out perfectly for him. Like, yeah, okay. Right. Like it took like I think Dog was like playing like Murloc Scam to counter that. Like that you know, like that's the only answer. Oh yeah, Murloc Scam, yeah. The, you know, otherwise you just get out tempoed by that stupid uh early power. So that 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 kind of stuff, right? You really don't see in ladder where like, oh yeah, someone has an early fell but oh yeah, he won, da da da. Like it's it's like super obvious like the Reno hero power is Mama Bear or or like brand or something where it's like, yeah, that's very clear, but you don't see like, oh yeah, this guy's top four guaranteed like turn five way. In the tournament, I saw that a lot. Like, oh yeah, this guy's already won. <laughs> I was saying that to also, myself. If you, see, if you see the same stuff on ladder, like there's someone that hit a fell but with double tricks, so you don't always say, oh he won. Yeah, he I don't. Advantage. Yeah. He might not. He might not play it 100 correct, yeah. and then he might not win. So, but in the tournament, like all the players are very good, so yeah. they're gonna push the advantage they have and they're gonna they're gonna be strong in a few turns very strong yeah it was annoying <laughs> honestly i was like damn I, i'm playing for second already yeah like, it feels bad uh but uh it, it's pretty cool also um like it that's um the one turn swaps i saw a couple people do that that was pretty cool to see where it's like oh this guy wasn't playing this this board before but then he completely switched into like murlocs or something like that uh, but that's because I had Dog in like every single one of my games. He does that really well. So, so yeah, just Dog like, is very good. Right yeah, so it's just like, uh, here he goes again. Like, he didn't have a board, and then bam, he has a board. And it's like, okay, well, that was fun. Yeah. But yeah, there's a lot of, lot of interesting, lot of interesting things about that tournament, particularly. Love to see more of it. And um, really good learning experience, I think, for, for me and, and, and Shady as well. Just like 
seeing some of the little things that people are doing and how people think the meta is shaping up in this particular patch and all that cool stuff. Can't wait to see that get completely changed when Diablo comes in. So yeah, that's fun. Yeah, well, when is that coming in? Is it like this uh, weekend? On on the second. Yeah, on the next t- oh. this Tuesday. So it's a couple of days actually. That's gonna be pretty cool. Okay. It's gonna be interesting. Yeah, it definitely is going to be interesting. Also, like the uh our next tournament I think has Diablo in it, so it's like, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what that's gonna do to the meta. Ah, <sighs> but yeah, I mean, I don't think they could have predicted that's gonna happen. Um I think that's um our overview for the tournament discussion. We still have a little bit more to talk about, right? We have uh we usually talk about a hero and a minion every week, just you know, discuss it. And this week, I wanted to do hook test, but Shady said no. So we asked XD what he wanted to play and what he was talking about. And he, oh, I still have hook test. I need to change the uh, the screen. Give me a second. I I thought I fixed it, but I didn't. Second. Two seconds. <laughs> Where is it? Actually. Anyways, it's it's Millhouse. Let's not let's not waste it. Use your imagination. There we go. Slap a mustache on. Oh, that's actually weird. Oh, because it's not uh, it's not a it's on the right format. That's right. There it is. There it is. I had it in the wrong format. There we go. Oh, there it is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It still says hooked us. <laughs> it's it's Millhouse. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what, do you, what do you guys think about Millhouse? What's your thoughts on it? I know it's someone's favorite hero here. Yeah, I, I just think it's a, the funnest hero to play. Like, there's so, so many things you can do with it. Just buy all the cards in the shop and everything. You just, you just, you don't have to to set for a direction you can just like if there's a card you're not sure if you should buy or not you just buy it it's like one gold it's whatever and yeah i mean sometimes you never find a direction and then it's you have to roll and then it gets frustrating to play him but in this meta i, I don't think it happens that much at least well, it didn't happen to me so well it's usually because you're playing Millhouse when the the minion types for it are really good right Generally, I I mean that's what I've been saying. Yeah, right? I mean elementals have to be in. Otherwise, I really don't like picking midhouse. But if elementals are in, it's already good enough for me. Almost like you have a recycling wave, you have anomaly, you have sedimental, and they all help a lot. Even major domo is good. Uh, elementals is really the only viable, you know, and dragons. There's really nothing else besides those two that uh, make mm-hmm. any sense. Uh, I do agree with you, right? If you have elementals and, and dragons, then you're pretty good to go. Those are the like the key compositions that people look for. Right, Shady? I mean, you can <laughs> even play demons. You can play beasts. Yeah, yeah even, know, even, like, just so, even just having a golden salvo list, you just buy every battle cry. It's, it's going to become so big, too. It just, I had some, yeah, some, for some sure a lot of games where you just 
like Weaver, Dude, Weaver Sorrow with a Melganis. You're just like, bye, 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 sell, 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 bye, 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 sell, sell, sell. Yeah. I, do, I don't really see people going Sorrowless, right? Like, that's like, that's kind of fringe, I think, in terms of like, I guess people do it for like early yeah. tempo, but they it just don't come in organically, right? Yeah. You just need to open yeah. that tier two shop and there's two sorrows. And you're like, oh, okay, I'll just have that on my yeah. board. But it's not something you're going to roll for, obviously, on Millhouse. Not rolling for anything, you know. That's the yeah. thing about Millhouse. If you, if you hit it on your turn four uh, on the Millhouse on like six gold, you just have a sorrowless and you just, I don't know. Every, 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 every death you buy is one gold and it's plus two, plus four. So. That's pretty good. I mean, if you have two, if you have one, right, it's right. one two, which is yeah. still fine. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, makes beasts a little bit more something to think about when you're playing Millhouse. But generally, if if you have like elemental pirates in, then you're pretty much ready to go. So, is there anything specific that you like to do on Millhouse that you think, oh, this is some cool stuff that I do that I don't see a lot of other people do, or just in general, yeah. like curves or anything you want to talk about? I mean, everyone does it. It was like recycling Wraith and then just go Elementals. You don't have to pay any gold for worlds, which is kind of OP on Millhouse. They they nerfed it now, and I haven't played Millhouse uh, since they It still feels good. Wraith. It still feels good. It still feels good. Yeah, yeah. It, it also stacks up. So if you, you can yeah. play two elementals, yeah. right? And then it's yeah. still free. Yeah. Yeah. And you can play two recycling raves too. It's very yeah, easy. It still feels good, yeah. 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 I, I so, heard about a new curve that a lot of people do. It's just right. stay on one until eight gold with Millhouse. And then you just get all the triples in and then you triple into four drops just to assure getting um recycling rave or the other good four drop cards like nest Machen or light spawn or even a major domo sometimes uh, i haven't tried it yet but a lot of people say it's good and a lot of people that say it's good are very good at the game like uh, xqn and goddammit and zorgo so I, I wonder I if that still out. applies after the the wraith nerf, where that is the preferred curve they want to do. Yeah. Um. I I do like the normal curve on Millhouse. I'm I'm in the same camp where I do want to try the other one. It just always feels like I'm getting the opportunity to tear because I actually like leveling on turn two on Millhouse quite a bit. If I start with a Sally or a Swabby or really any kind of economy, because I I feel there's so many games with Millhouse where if you just get the um, reasonable two drops on your board, sometimes even spawn or just not having a bunch of tokens or one drops, really, the amount of times where you're on 40 health forever is, is pretty impressive. Whereas I, I had kind of gotten conditioned to playing Millhouse and saying, okay, on seven gold, I'm going to start taking it. Eight gold, that's where it's really going to hurt. And then nine gold, we're going to take our triple and get a six drop. And since I've, um, this is also from XUN, by the way. <laughs> so it's two different curves that he promotes. Uh, the leveling on two, I find myself not losing the seven gold fight and sometimes not even the eight gold fight, which is amazing on Millhouse if you can just go straight to five or 40 health. Yeah, I don't have anything yeah, to add to that. Yeah, I kind of like the curve two leveling on two. It it always it always depends. You kind of have to start with a token, right? Turn one. Yeah, you have to start with a token. That's the one thing. But well, you don't have to, but it makes no. You you kind of do because yeah, you I don't mean, you don't get stronger. Yeah, you don't get stronger yeah. if you don't have a token. That's the one caveat, but it is it does feel pretty good when you can get it to 
to pop off and you just like because it's almost like you're playing refine and then you have like a full board like a turn earlier so you're not losing that health right like when refine gets to level to the four or five and not take damage that's when refine really feels good with the triple chop or something like that so it's kind of the same philosophy with millhouse right you get the triple you're still relatively healthy so even if the triple doesn't like immediately give you a power spike you can like get get it on online or take the extra turn to, to scale it up where now you're stronger than everyone Pretty nice, yeah. So you still go for five drops or six drops with Melos, or do you just go for four drops now? I'm a six drop on every hero type of person. Shady's six gonna do. Shady's gonna disagree, but I, I, you know, I still find Ooh, a way. I'm, I'm definitely a six drop gamer as well. I, I feel like over the last two months, I've definitely gone more towards that playstyle. Shady's starting to agree. You know, I love it. <laughs> I, I always ask myself, like, okay, what's it gonna cost me? right and and more often than not i'm going to go to five anyway so yeah i'll take like if i'm gonna go to five anyway i'll take the six the um the games where i don't take a six it's really about oh i had a bad start and i'm facing high rollers and wow if i get a kelly now i'm not even going to be able to use it that's the point where you might say okay let's just grab a five here and and roll on four i think tripling into a four I think it's fine if you're specifically going for that curve where you're staying on one, of course, because then if you're holding the whole time for fives or sixes, your health is not going to support that, I assume. But the um, taking a four on, on Millhouse's curve, I'm, I'm not sure about it. I, I always feel much better if I can roll on the tier where the useful stuff is, but I get to discover past it, right? So either... I go to five, pull a six, and then I can roll into the hog or I can roll into the Nomi. Or same thing with four, where I can discover the hog or the Nomi and then roll into the recycling, roll into the Domo. So that's been the um, that's been my experience where I almost never want to triple into a four on Millhouse if I'm playing normal curve. I do want to clarify, first of all, with every hero, it depends on what's in, right? Like if pirates are out and mechs are out, it's a lot harder for me to convince myself to get sixes because i'm like what am i even gonna get you know if i get kelly it's not that useful if i triple into it i'm gonna die da, da, da. there's no eliza scamming there's no there's no tempo randomly that i can get like with a mega buster blah 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 so a lot of times you know i say i get a six but then like you have to look at what your board state is can you really take a six here right do you have a scale a scally on the board do you have a do you have max on the board da, da, da. and also in the tournament where i did win with millhouse the one game i got mill i did take a five <laughs> actually yeah. probably because i couldn't afford to take a six and also at the five i mean i was looking specifically for no mean i did get it so like that was able i was able to like oh this is what i want it's on five i can't really level and take 15 here <laughs> so let me let me get the five. Oh, i gotta know me okay i can i can play the game from here so i I, you can take sixes, but a lot of times you might be just put in a situation where you're taking a five. And if you know what you're looking for, it's a lot easier to to aim for it and get it, right? Like if you're like, okay, if I get a Nomi, I can win. Or if I get like a Mama Bear here, I can win. If I get a Hogger here and a Tony here, I can win. <laughs> you know, that kind of thing. So uh, you do have to be aware of what you're looking for when you're getting these fives and sixes and, and fours even, right? So... Sometimes on fours, like if I get a Frank here or a Nest Matron, I can win, right? So even fours have that kind of power spike too. So 
you do have to be aware and, and generally yeah. i i do say I, I like fours for sure more than fives but like if you can get a six drop that's always good i think depending on the tribes that are in but i just i just started to hate five drops i don't know they lost me so many games lately i just are, I are, for is, is mama bear in when you're getting these fives i just gotta tell you this like anytime mama bear and you gotta keep it in mind that hey i can get a mama maybe not with milha specifically but anytime beast are in i'm like oh i can get a mama and just win the game right here but, but like, often it's like the only five drop that's good then. well like, then then you get scavenger baron spore light fang like bran even sometimes is bad the thing the know. thing with beast is beast give you two two hits because croc is also pretty powerful if you get it at the right turns right so if you have beast and then another thing that you can get on five you know that's then you then you have an an avenue to go for a five and go there but generally if beasts are the only thing and then everything else doesn't really fit your composition or anything you want to do like you're not playing galakron or or or, or Reno or something like that then yeah you know fours are probably safer and there they there are some Four is that on the if you get at the right time are like just as strong or even stronger than five. If you look at the best five drop and you say it's Mama Bear, then you can also look at the best four drop, which is like Nest Mation or Light Spawn. And then I rather have a Light Spawn or, or Nest Mation than a Mama Bear on my board normally, even if it's one turn earlier, because they just win you the game more often, I think. I will say that the amount yeah. of times where you have a really smooth game. Where you pull nest major and you're like it's so oh, good yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Like, what happens like oh right I'm, i have more money than the other people that's what's happening yeah early nest major is broken with with acolyte on the board so broken yeah i agree like but then again frank also with acolyte broken like so is acolyte the problem way too strong Oh, man. I mean, it's no. kind of a strong one job it is it, it is it's, it's silly good the amount of times where you have acolyte versus two drops in the shop you're like oh, i'll take the acolyte it's just oh yeah i think you always just take acolyte I, i've done that with micro mummy well, and I mean, acolyte spawn, those are the two. right like spawn yeah. spawns quite good and, and sometimes you just have like oh well this this harvest golem makes sense here because i have a leaper yada 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 but yeah there's a really good amount of times where you just go well acolyte's just better so and and that's probably the point where you should look at your one drop and say, is this not a little bit too strong? How would you change it though? Like I don't even know, right? Knowing blizzards, it's like uh, you know, they turn it into a two one or something like that. It's just like oh, remove a stat point here or there and then boom, solved. No problem. I mean, I wouldn't even change it. I think it's fine. It's like a non tribe minion. It's I think it's it is very strong, too, it's yeah. the best one. But, yeah. Yeah. I think it's I mean if you remove it, it's the it's the Puppet who's going to be the best one. And then that's not good because Puppet is a mech. It has a tribe. So the best card should be tribeless, I think. Yeah. That's yeah, fair. yeah, it's fair. It's just the, um, I was going to say a lot of the, you know, toxic starts, if you will. Light spawn to acolytes, Frank to acolytes, Matron to acolytes. It's always the acolyte that's going to be more. If you have a Meccano tank, the, the Frank, if you have Matron, if you have light spawn. If you don't have that reborn taunt, the chance that you get value from it is a lot lower. But it's the guaranteed, oh, I'm going to get two procs no matter what. Or, you know, I'm one proc no matter what, very likely to get two procs. That's the part where the cards become just insane, where you can count on the value. Whereas otherwise, there is this inherent risk built in. Uh, even something like a Tony, uh, it's the Acolyte just such a good way to almost guarantee a Golden Hogger. So I would still yeah, yeah. buy the card. 
like with frequent efficiency, even if it got nerfed to a two one. That's something yeah. to think about, right? I there, mean, you right? even buy it on tier four. You buy it on <laughs> tier four cards. If you have an Avenge yeah. on board or something, you just yeah. buy Equidite. Like, yeah. what are you rolling for? I'm rolling for an Equidite. I'm rolling for a one drop here. So that that kind of tells you that, you know, that's, that's a problem. Right? <laughs> like, I could just take away a health. No, yeah, it's still just buy it the same. You know, like, maybe, maybe I'd consider something a little it's bit more. Something but, to think about. Yeah, something to think about. Thought. But yeah, pretty good hero. Would you guys say that? Would you guys? Um... Yeah, oh yeah, big, I think big one of the best. You guys are in love with. I, I think, yeah, I think it's also the hero where if you don't hit, it's very skill testing. Where I think it can be a very streamlined experience, right? You hit the Nomi, you hit the reroll guy. Almost everyone, you know, knows how to manage that. Maybe not optimize it, but they manage it, right? You'll get your first place, you get your big elementals. But I think the games where you're not tripling or you're not finding the reroll guy and still managing to scrape out a top four spot, I think that's the really cool thing where you see experienced millhouse players recognize that position and say, okay, this is where I just have to, you know, buy some drugs or get a deflecto and buy some clunkers for the deflecto, et cetera. Very true. Those are the annoying games where I have to think. Yeah, I agree. Like, I'm a big, not, big fan of not doing that and just getting the easy games with no house. You know, yeah, th thinking is always a problem. I agree with that. That is, honestly, that is so true. Like, uh, you, like anytime you have to think in the games, that's a problem. You know, you want to put yourself in a position where you don't have to think. That's the best way to play the game. You get to play more games, easier games, and a cleaner time. If you can just uh, eliminate the thinking part of the gameplay, just do good early game tempo good good luck with bob good uh tripling rng and then you're like hey i know what to do from here i can do this on my sleep then you're having fun you're having good times it's the games where you have to think where you have to put your brain power on and you're like oh what do i do here where what position here is this the right buy do i want to buy here do i don't want to buy here should i roll three times and then buy or then you da, 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 da. you know those are the problem games where you're like damn it dude i'm i'm tired afterwards you know <laughs> Get out, get, remove thinking, you know? Well, not, don't remove thinking, but put yourself in a position where you don't have to think. Yeah. It's different than removing thinking. You, know, you just got to put yourself in a position where you, the thinking is already streamlined into the experience, you know? Know me double <laughs> refresh? Hey, that's the game. That's the way to play the game. <laughs> Forget it. Yeah. Go hoggers, just go fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Three hoggers, you know? Yes, that's the way to play. Wouldn't you agree? <laughs> Uh, she's gonna be like, you still have to think of how you said I'm like, whatever. But you can do that on Melaus a lot, right? With recycling wave, or even just one hogar on Melaus, it's just uh, you just buy every pirate, just don't think about it, just buy them. That That is one of the coolest things. Where normally, if you have one hogger, you have to value like, okay, which pirates am I buying? I can't buy every pirate, but with Millhouse, it's so like, ooh, okay, I'm already APMing, let's go. Yeah, yeah so you know. No, I was a good uh, hero. I do recommend it. Very good with elementals, pirates, you know, dragons. If you can get it early, Kelly, like dragons, like that's that's one of the few heroes where one Kelly, you know, boards are like not a bait because you can really scale it. But sometimes, I mean, a lot of times, double Kelly. I mean, one Kelly is just gonna kill you. So, Melhouse, you can get away with it sometimes. So yeah, pretty nice. Uh, the minion we are talked about is Mr. Frank or Mechanotank, if oh. you are not cool. 
one of the best, funnest heroes. I mean, funnest minions. Wouldn't you agree, XD? Just so fun, very oh, balanced. I, I, I completely disagree. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that guy. <laughs> I, I think Harbinger was not fun, and this is even worse. That's it's hilarious. Just... Shady's like, this is my Harbinger. <laughs> Yeah, like, for, for me, this guy replaced Harbinger as a as a character. Uh, I already talked up with Shady about it, but there's no pew pew mechanic in the game that I like. There's like Meccano tank, juggler, cannon. Uh, what else is there? Just they're just all annoying. Like the pyro spawn, everything I, that shoots at you. Just, I I would call my, uh, Holy Macro also a pew pew mechanic. I hate it. You know, like that, it's so pew pew and like, oh yeah, you hit this one. Oh yeah, you got it. Divine, you hit this one. Oh, but it, but divine. It doesn't happen that much, right? It, it does. It happens it too often. It, <laughs> oh God, it happens way too often for it to be like in the game. When you are juggling, it's so frustrating because you just see a bunch of zero damage, zero damage, zero damage, zero damage, zero damage, because you're just refreshing the shields the whole time. Yeah, we had a we had a if game today. If you play today. the tank, then you deserve that, right? <laughs> God. All right. Well, the, I think the difference with Prester, because that's the the pyro spawn you're talking about, where I don't think you can lump them in with the other ones, because with Prester it's not random. So you can just say, okay, my divine. This isn't right? random either. Yes and no. There is some agency, right? Where you you can. Okay, so. If you have a big-ass Divine Shield Dragon going into a perfect Amalgadon, knowing that your Divine Shield Dragon is going to clean kill the Poison Amalgadon, I feel like that's a little bit too much. Also knowing that, okay, I'm going to Nadine on my board, and then they either have a Taunted Fish or they have Taunted Deflectos, or they just have an Untaunted Fish or Untaunted Deflectos. And just knowing that you're going to get an insane amount of value, that to me makes the card a lot more toxic than something like Juggler or Frank, because you, like, if that goes wrong, you lose, say, a, what is it, like a 20 damage deflecto to one dragon with the Prester behind it. But to lose that same 20 damage deflecto, the opponent first needs to shoot with the Frank or the Juggler and then get the trade in before the reset happens. Whereas with the Prester, there's no leeway, right? It's like, if it hits, it's dead instantly. With the other ones, at least, there's a lot of shit that needs to go wrong, right? It needs to snipe the shield right before it attacks or, you know, right before the reset hits. All right. So what I'm I hearing... I agree that Prestor is, like, way worse. Yeah, they're, I agree with that. they're both wrong, but Prestor is worse. But they're both they're wrong, wrong, you know? <laughs> they, you know. So I, like, I don't care. They're both wrong, like, regardless of how wrong one is. If one is wrong, more wrong than the other, that doesn't matter to me. They're both wrong, you know? That, yeah, that, uh, yeah. There, there, there definitely is an argument to be made that it's frustrating that the the Frank and the Juggler like they do introduce more randomness, and Frank is especially rough where you know two acolytes in the early game, and it just feels like, oh wow, I'm gonna take fifteen just because my board is gonna get murdered early on uh, because so, you don't need all demons. I, I think that's the huge limiting factor on Juggler. Of course, you need AKMs, you need Imprisoner, you need Matron. Frank doesn't care, right? You have a, a menace that can also that can be so terrifying. The opponent has a Frank and a menace on the board, and you're like, oh lord, I'm dead. That's so many pings. Yeah, you could really nerf this card to the ground, but let's let's not. <laughs> I mean, you can easily nerf this card, right? Instead of six damage, six damage is so much. Just just do like four or something. I don't know, like just little bombs shooting at you. You could also make it like Mecha Vent, you know. 
Oh, yes. No the thing way. is, with six damage, it's just one shots almost everything Every... on the board in the yeah, early yeah. game. Yeah, for sure. Six is so much. Yeah, I, I was very surprised to watch to see this dodge the nerf map. But then again, like it's pressure exists and mackerel exists, right? Where it's like, oh, okay. So if those things are fine, because in my opinion, like mackerel getting the reset the whole time and, and you just lose to it, while it might cost you less MMR, I will acknowledge that, right? You probably lose more MMR to people with an early tank. I think it is more frustrating to watch someone just keep resetting the fish and you're just like, oh God, what is this? Also, normally cards like Mikano Tang and Presta are normally tribeless minions, right? Like Juggler and stuff. And, and the fact that you can buff up a Pyro Spawn or Presta... I know, right? That's just, my problem, yeah, that's too. That's annoying. Yeah. Like, otherwise, you could just zap it sometimes. That, that yeah. would be counterplay. And it would be a, a weak minion, too, I, on the board. But We yeah, talked about this... Too much. Yeah, we completely talked about this last uh, last podcast, too. It's just funny to like hear it again. <laughs> You're yeah. like, oh, yeah, this is... The, the Prester being a dragon helps the Promo Drake... It's benefits from Adina, benefits from Caliga. You get it from your Sarah randomly, uh, so they the, always uh, have it. The thing is, like, even then, you already have Ghoul. What do you have this other mechanic for, right? Like, Ghoul is fine. We've we've done Ooh. fine. With I mean, Ghoul. Ghoul doesn't do anything against mechs anymore. Yeah, you see, we, yeah. Did, we talked about this. Deal, right? This is why we talk about fish. <laughs> because this is the. I feel like this is the excuse that Prester is a card. People say, oh, well, but Ghoul doesn't do anything against Nex. And I agree because you have two macros to deflect those. You hit that reset, you killed one shield. Congratulations. Nice Ghoul. <laughs> uh, remove Fish as well. I feel like Fish and Prester are kind of tied together where Fish is used as an excuse. But, oh, look at that. We need something to counter the mech comms, right? So let's give one very specific tribe the absolute counter and the rest can still just look frustrated at the macros. But that doesn't matter. You could have played dragons, right? It just, yeah. Anyways, we're talking about Frank. Let's not deviate. No, no, no. Too, too much. Le oh. Legitimately, the next topic is like, let's talk about Prester again. So, let's. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, we're. You guys thought you were getting new content. It's just us ranting about the same card. <laughs> Legitimately, we could actually move to the next topic because it's going to include Frank, anyways, you know. So, yeah, let's. Frank, annoying card. Really, really strong, though. Very good tempo. Abuse it while you while it's here and very strong like just you get a frank early game and you have an acolyte just level you know go go yeah, go go up that is almost just free level six yeah it's it's so strong like you're not taking max and you're probably winning which is wrong right you buy a four and you're guaranteed to win up to six like if they don't have a tank themselves like anytime i'm playing tank i only lose to someone with another tank like that's like i had this in the tournament too i i had a i had a, a tank and i tripled into kangos i was like super strong i was like okay i'm gonna beat everyone there's a tank with a bunch of acolytes was that me again <laughs> that wasn't me then, again <laughs> every opponent had two tanks <laughs> i couldn't do anything Oh man, yeah, I, yeah. I, I think that was. I, I do remember also. Um, I think Dog beat me with double tank as well, and oh, I yeah, also and had a tank. You and then Dog. And then yeah. Dog, yeah. <laughs> oh man. And I know Dog was at thirty-one or something, and he killed me. And then there was no damage cap anymore, and then G thirty-one him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's the tournament life right there. But uh, yeah, Frank, Frank OP. The, but the next yeah. topic is about meta four drops, you know, just like, hey, let's talk about Prester. 
<laughs> I actually couldn't. Uh, I I couldn't cleanly put uh, Prester in or Lightspawn. <laughs> I just you made it work. But I think there's a lot of like really good fours that can dictate how you play the rest of the game out if you get them early or triple into them and stuff like that, and just like really. Um, are impactful and really like some people say the meta is about fours and six right and i kind of understand it just because the fours are very impactful like compared to like threes and twos and ones like where you can fours are where you can start being like okay i'm gonna change my game plan because i hit this or i'm gonna change my game plan because i've tripled into this now i can do this or blah 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 so i do think there are a lot of like it really interesting and impactful for us that really kind of dictate how a lot of people play the game and how a lot of people change what they're going to do because they hit it earlier yeah and prester prester is not like a meta in the sense of like oh i got a prester let me change my game plan it's more of like i know prester's in the game i'm not worried about this i'm not worried about this i know i can just do this with a prester or it's like Presses in the game. I can't do this with my comp. Oh, this this comp this doesn't work here. This doesn't work because I know my the Sarah has a Prester here. I have to change it up. So, it is meta, but it's not meta in the fact that you change your game plan because you find it. It's it's in the game, so you have to change what you you are allowed to do. That kind of thing. Yeah, you don't. Want I saw there was no light spawn, but then I saw it's the king actually <laughs> of the four jobs. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> It, it is like just I don't know. The the light spawn is just very very strong. If you triple into it early, it's just even better than Nesmeritan. I think it just as soon as you triple an elemental that got buffed to I don't know fifteen fifteen, you have like a forty forty on your board, and you can get that so early. And then you can level and just find a Nomi and scale it even more. And even if you don't level and don't go for Nomi, just you can win with forty forty elementals. It's uh completely possible. I think it's interesting because me and Shady, we don't really use light spawn as much as we probably should, which I think is interesting. So it's it's kind of cool to hear like your experience and your thoughts on like light spawn and how strong you think it is. Because I do think we're not using it as much as we should, but we're not maybe not finding the right times or not like confident enough to like fully commit into like oh yeah let's just go full. I, I think it's because we play different where we play on tier six. Yeah, so, like, if you don't triple into it, it's not that good. Like leveling on, I don't know, nine gold and then finding on nine gold is a bit late. But if you can, if a lot of heroes, you can get a four drop on on turn five, and if you get a, if you get the light spawn there, it's just very very strong. Like the next turn, your elemental is already like ten tens or something. If you have double acolytes and it just scales so fast, and you don't lose any fights, you don't even have to do anything. You just buy one elemental and then you level. It's my homework, and, and you level to six. Okay. I mean, I don't level to six. I, oh. <laughs> it depends. It depends on my That's, my oh. that's us just, right there. Get this guy out of here. He's not a tier six gamer. That's a, no. It's hell? hilarious. You're like you're like you buy one, you level. I'm like, oh yeah, you just level to six. You're like, no, you don't do that. I'm like, oh wait, we're doing this wait, wrong. Why would you level to six though? You're playing elementals. Yeah, time. and <laughs> elementals on oh, six no. is is amazing. Yes. Yeah, you know, it's funny. No, yeah, I yeah. guess we just play differently. It's funny that, like, yeah. Like, for, for the way how we usually play, it's like, I just want to be on six and then do, like, APM Murloc with the chef or even play with Rags, play with Callies, play with Eliza, just buy some busters. So usually the way how we play is just pick up anything along the way that gets you there, right? And then you just make your comp. 
on tier six. That's obviously yeah. not every game. Sometimes you just roll a really good tier four comp. Sometimes you get Mama Bear, you do some tier five stuff. But I'd say the majority of games, the the goal is to just get the six and then make your comp there. Yeah, it, it feels like that has such a high return. Yeah, and that's one of the things like Lightspawn doesn't really do that super well, right? Because you do have to commit to the elementals, right? And, and sometimes you want to stay a little bit to like maybe roll by one and, and, and stuff like that. And you don't need a level. So that's probably why we don't play Lightspawn as much. But I do admit that Lightspawn is pretty powerful. And especially in the tournament, right? I was seeing a lot of the like players just have like double Lightspawn and then like they're, the rest of their boards insane. And I'm just like, damn. And that's... normally when you see big elemental boards, it was because of Lightspawn most of the time. Sometimes it's in the even. tournament, yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, I think in like ranked play, like a lot of people just go Nomi's and stuff like that. Like, that's where they come from. But like, I saw a lot of like light spawn into Nomi, and then it's just like, yeah, okay, well, this is too, or they have a golden light spawn early or something like that. Yeah, there, there's no mistake about it. It's it's definitely strong. It's just something that's underexplored by, uh, for us, for us, yeah. yeah. Do wanna do wanted to mention that, but I do think um, you know Grease Bot's another one of those cards, right? Where you get early Grease, you have Divine Shields, right? You can really build your comp around that Ground Shaker as well, right? If you get like Gem Slayer, Ground Shaker, you can build your comp around that Tank as well. Tank, Tank, you can like there are some heroes that, like Graybo, right? You just have a tank and like that's your comp. Like <laughs> I have a tank yeah. and I'm Graybo, yeah. So that's Harbinger in that regard. Um, promo Drake with Terragosa, right? Everyone knows how strong that can be, right? Especially with the Ysera, uh package coming in, right? You really see how strong just a Terragosa and Promo Drakes are. Like, okay, that that won the lobby. Oh, did he just had two threes and two fours, and that was good enough to win. I was like, yeah, like I don't know, that that feels annoying to me, but like I I do it if I get Ysera as well. And then. Nest Matron, right? If you get that super early, triple into it, right? You can really just like hyper level, hyper scale, and just get yeah, like... that. That's where you go to six, I think, with with Nest yeah. Matron. Yeah, that's that the difference between right? the Matron and the Light Spawn, where you Nest Matron is just like a level to six card. So, do you um, do you pay much attention to Coolburn Mech Lobby sixty? Does that mean anything to you? Do you do a lot of tier four stuff like that, or do you generally not really go in on that? Um. I, I noticed it the last days, the gem splitter, uh, ground shaker thing that you said, and wasn't feeling that strong. Yeah. I, I heard you. Be, uh, if you don't have a grease spot early, that also scales the HP on your minions. Like you're gonna have a strong board with a lot of attack, but uh, you just lose to all the other comps. You lose to Mama Bear. You lose to other mech comps. You lose to tank. You basically only win against Murlocs, which people don't really play with mechs in and elementals if they don't already high worlds that much so the comp feels strong but i don't know it just doesn't win for me just a lot of count i think that it's um like I've, I've started to just play it with deflecto most of the time where i think if you get your double deflecto it's fine because you just you still get so much value from resets from menaces and once you get a gem transfer from your shaker to deflecto it's bigger or you can even get a fish or so but I, I would agree that it feels like you do get a lot of the um, free losses where you're like, oh, that's Ratback Mama Bear. Oh, that's uh, that's a Mega Buster. I can't beat tokens. Yeah, it, it's not like maybe it was being forced too much. And now it's like you have to 
you're aware it exists and then you have to have the right setup where it's like okay i have yeah. i have deflecto and the jump slitter and uh you know and ground shaker or a grease spot something like that and then like it's very clear okay i can just commit here and it'll work out right like but if you're taking damage to set it up then you're probably not in a good spot like, yeah like, something you want to go out of your way for anymore that, but it's cool to just be like oh like it falls into my lap okay i'll play it no problem right but yeah like at the start of the season i was the same i was just i, I was forcing this and it was working <laughs> but then you know people will get more adept to the, the meta they get better yeah what worked before is not working anymore. isn't that annoying when people just get better and then you're like i have to, you have to, I have to change things yeah i know right they get the more thinking you have to do ah and... just the worst <laughs> the worst I, I I do definitely agree, and it's pretty cool to see meta in three in the forest because I feel like like before the minion rework, this wasn't really the case, right? Like where it was, it was like, oh, there's so many options on four. Like I could just do this or this or this or this. And now it's like, huh? Yeah, if I get a if I get double tank, okay. If I get double double promo Taragosa, okay. If I get double matron. Actually, they probably don't even want double meat. Double grease spot, okay. Double like triple ground shaker, okay. Double light spot, okay. Like I could do that, right? Like before, it was like, well, there's like you can do this one thing on four. Like, you know, here's a arm comp. <laughs> yeah, it was just, it was, it was just max. If there wasn't max, there was nothing to do on four, right? You just nothing. <laughs> yeah, so it, it's pretty cool to see that there's more options that open up due to all of the um, little pieces also this prester prester sucks i i don't like this card at all but it is a four drop so you know it's part of the meta it's just i don't think it deserves a placement here but it definitely does influence how people play out the game because it's that important so yeah it is a card that does things that would consider it in the classification of meta but Oh, yeah, it's very, very cool um, discussion, right? Like, normally the meta is, like, six drops or five drops, but I feel like it's less fives, right? Like, fives is, like, it's the mama bear drop, you know? Like, that's, five, fives is just mama bear. The rest the rest left. Yeah. like it's Because yeah. it's, it's, like, you don't really, unless you're Reno, of course, right? You don't really even want to triple into a hogger. Like, patches, oh. sure. Reno, sure. But I feel like in a lot of other Galakron, cases, sure. But, yeah, uh, like Gallywigs, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah sure. Yeah, so, yeah. so there are there are certain heroes and no house, right? Of course. Yeah, so, yeah. But if you do not have like that innate ability to immediately use it uh, for an economy purpose, it just feels like okay, I'm just gonna die, right? Because there's gonna be some <laughs> asshole who's gonna just one shot my hogger, and it's not gonna do anything. So yeah, it's just it's rough for fives. So XD brought that up earlier where he got he got killed so often by going for fives. It was that just the Millhouse observation or is that just in general where Oh no, it was just generally. I, I I made myself a rule. It's I either go for fours now or sixes. I just yeah. I'm gonna avoid fives. Every time I'm like, oh a Nomi would be nice here or Mama Bear. But then I think about all the misses I can have and there's just so much that I just no, nah, I'm going for a four, yeah. Does, does that mean you do less tier one curving, or does that just mean you just go for fours every time you do a tier one curve? No, I just—I mean, the the warrior curve or the tier one curve. I don't think it's that good anymore because five drops would like worse now. Yeah. I prefer just doing the chief curve, and then if I triple, 
Um, I normally go for a four drop on turn five if that's possible with most heroes. That is, if yeah. you get passed early. So yeah, so having so, like a light spawn Nash Raiden early on turn five is just yeah, amazing. That makes sense. So so the most vanilla example would be like a Zephyrus for you level button, and you just like yeah. four drop. There you go. Yeah, sure, that makes sense. I think that is the meta for sure. And the cool thing is indeed, like Collins mentioned earlier, I get five direction. <laughs> yeah, Collins is just because you know this is what I have to put up with. It's the every time beast turns, I have to get a mama bear. And, and, and you, I mean, if, mama bear. If you hit it, it's good. Every but if you, you don't, then you cry. <laughs> yeah, that's why we we don't cry on this stream. You know, we just hit the mama bear every time. It's just. The worst part. <laughs> you get it one turn later, right? Isn't isn't a nest mage one turn earlier just way better, or like a light spawn? I, it depends on what be... your board looks like, right? If yeah, you sure. have an avenge friendly board, absolutely, uh, I'm super down. And I think we also take that into account when we look we at do. the board. We're like, ooh, yeah, you're just we, like we... you start looking at the like, oh, light spot is in the tank is in the matron is in because even though we don't play light spot, we still count it as an avenge minion, and we just use it as an excuse to. <laughs> <laughs> just like yeah, yeah 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 we could get a frank or something it's good so, yeah we get a lot of force like we, we we mean but we do get a lot of force uh, we just also get some fives sometimes <laughs> <laughs> mainly sixes though. mainly sixes mainly yeah sixes. mainly sixes but you know sometimes i still like playing a lot of reform Maev, right those like archetypal take a six drop on turn seven kind of heroes very very clean very yeah strong. i like those those are those are but, fun. but you need these kind of heroes to go for six right otherwise it doesn't work like you cannot really go well, for you'll be surprised but mukla is good for going for six strokes mukla has a, a lot of early games actually win, yeah. Right? yeah that's true and that's you true. know deathwing six drops yeah you know we do that <laughs> But that's also <laughs> early game spike. Right? I, I guess so, yeah. You know. I think the heroes that lack the early game spike, you make your own early game spike with the four drop. I guess that was what Yeah, that's saying. that's true. Either, either you have that built-in tempo or you make that own tempo by the four drop. Yeah, you get the sixes later if you're gonna if you have like those like non-early yeah. tempo heroes. Uh, like that's my playstyle right now. I just I just try to go for two triples. <laughs> the first yeah. triple is gonna There's be a four, four drop and then and the second is gonna six, be a, yeah. a six. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's very yeah, that's probably the main takeaway for for listeners for today, right? Get in that rhythm. First, take a four so that you're not dead by the time you want to take a six. But then Colin's gonna say, "Well, you know, you can just take this six, 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 six. six. That's that's what I do legitimately. I a lot of my games are just double six jumps, and I'm like, yeah, pretty good, pretty good. Oh man, like playing playing Shutterwalk, right? Just get three sixes." <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just get three I mean, sixes. With Shadowhawk, you can do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, Collins. Let's let's go to our next topic or wrap it up. I think we've been uh, on four drops quite a lot. Fair enough. Um, that is, I believe, our last topic. I didn't. I mean, it's been a pretty long podcast, mostly due to the technical difficulties. You know, that's not my fault. But um, uh, don't. Do I have uh, another slide? No, I don't. I have ending statements. I do want to uh, mention that uh, I have a tournament coming up on the 7th, the China Global Invitationals. I was fortunately invited. I just realized today was on the 7th. Then Shady reminded me. So it's it's like uh, next, uh, next Sunday, right? I think that's when it starts. But yeah, if you guys like the Twitch Rivals tournament, this will be somewhat similar. 
you know it doesn't I, I looked at the format for battleground and it's so weird it doesn't feel like a team event right because um my teammates are playing in the same lobby as me and then we have our names blanked out you know so it's like not really a team event so that's that's a little bit weird so it's more like just solos but you know our points count together i guess which is interesting but they have to do that because they want to they want to facilitate the constructed and mercenary 1v1 uh, game style so they have to do it like that so a little bit weird for like we get the short end of the stick in terms of good formats but yeah it's still a team event we'll see how it goes so yeah a lot of, a lot of fun things but other than that i do want to thank everyone for participating thank you xd for coming on much much appreciated by the way yeah thanks uh for inviting me and having me it was fun talking to you guys and I'm, good luck in your tournaments i'm glad Wait, you are an A, right? And yeah, then... I am an A, so... Oh, oh. Um, yeah. <laughs> Good luck, too. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, dude. I see the bias coming in. And uh, I believe Fast Eddie wanted to say that you, we got to follow. So make sure, you, yeah, make sure everyone follows uh, XD. If you, you, is it just Twitch or do you want to you wanna shout out your Twitter and, and all that stuff? I mean, I have a YouTube too where I upload videos yes. every day. Yes. A few weeks now, so. Get the YouTube link in the, YouTube. in the chat as well. Make sure to follow and uh, hope you guys enjoy it. My channel, Shady's channel. I mean, basically the same channel at this point, but uh, you'll still see us from time to time. So yeah, all, all that other stuff. Um, that shall be it for us today. Thank you for the feedbacks. If you want to send us feedback, you can send it at hsbgpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, hope you guys enjoyed this one. Hope you guys enjoyed the tournament discussions. It's always fun playing tournaments, talk about tournaments afterwards, because I think there's always a lot to learn in those events, just like player play styles or like other meta tournaments and like just seeing, oh, what people think are strong right now in the meta stuff, stuff like that yeah cool. and i mean even if you didn't perform i think it's still fun to talk like man the low world's so hard like look at these people like they're just great heroes etc yeah because so i i that's the thing where it's, like, i feel like if you had a really bad day on ladder that's that's for me tougher than a really bad tournament because you can at least look at the tournament and say well you know all these people are really good players but sometimes on ladder you're like yeah i, I really nah. messed up that's my own fault i i lost like because i just played really poorly now that's that I am not the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah dude, I am not. Just play next turn again, next day again. Yeah, I don't give it. <laughs> it's the turn. Uh, maybe it's maybe it's just that logic. Obviously, in the moment, it feels bad, but I feel like the day after, I would feel I would feel worse about just having a really bad latter day, just because. I know that the opponents in the tournament were really, really good. Well, so from I feel like I go in with that. From mindset. experience, I've had really bad tournaments, you know, like it might not even be Hearthstone. Right. And I've had really bad latter days. And I, it's true. Like the tournament ones, I can be still sad the day afterwards. Like, oh, like <laughs> I'm still sad. Like two days afterwards, the tournament done. I'm like, oh. you know, where ladder is like, oh, I had a bad day. Like maybe the the night, I'm like, you know, cry myself to sleep or whatever. But the day afterwards, like whatever, I'll move on to the day. Yeah, yeah. yeah, where the tournament really stinks. So I know for sure that it's not the same for me. You know? 
yeah so yeah i guess part of it is because there aren't enough tournaments if there were tournaments every week right, yeah. it would also feel a little bit different right you'd say yeah right, for sure next next weekend we go again yeah 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 all right. right good stuff guys thanks for coming on xd thank you for having me it was fun glad you enjoyed it i definitely enjoyed it it's always fun talking with uh really competent players you know so i have to deal with shady and you know, sometimes you know he just says the same thing over and over but now really get some person i can agree with like yeah frank's a problem let's get out of this you know da, da, da. you know no, he's like oh let's get another frank let's get another frank he's like yeah frank is unethical unethical <laughs> for sure but yeah uh, hope you enjoy the rest of your stream and i'll see everybody later